Welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Emily. And my name is Andrew. And it is a Sunday morning in Seattle. We're coming at you on a Tuesday if you're actually listening to this on the day it comes out. I don't know. That, that was a weak intro. I don't I don't know why I did that. <laughs> Sunday morning, rain is falling. Yep. I, uh, my, 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 my homemade no rain, pumpkin though. spice latte hasn't hit yet. Uh. This is my first caffeine of the day, and this is atrocious. I thought I'd try something new. Is it mud water? Uh, No. So we finally broke out the drip coffee maker. We've just given up on making ourselves nice coffee every single day. So so I've got that, and then I thought to myself, I, I do protein for breakfast in the mornings usually. So what if I just mix in like a scoop of protein powder? with my coffee and top it off with some unsweetened almond milk. And my shaker bottle is in the dishwasher, which means I can't access it because the dishwasher is running because I got up early this morning and started on dishes. But uh, so I I don't, I just had to try and do my best with a whisk in it. Yeah, it's chunky. So if you see me kind of after I take a sip of coffee, that's what Is your cocktail shaker also in the dishwasher? Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't have the. Oh, actually, that one's dirty because I did myself. I did make myself a cocktail last night. Okay. Um, but it, there's not like a shaker ball. So like my my blender bottle has like a little ball in it that like helps break it all up kinetically. Oh. Whereas like, cocktail shaker doesn't have one of those, so it necessarily. You could have put some ice in there instead. I don't have any ice because I forgot to make some, which is problematic. We're having people over for lunch, and I forgot to make ice before we started this. So I might have to run out and grab the bag before they come over. Glad I reminded you to make ice. I have to move the car anyways. It'll be fine. We're not too far from the store. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah, this is uh, this is my attempt at being healthy. Oh. But my attempts lately have been sort of working, I guess. Good for you. I'm... I think I'm one pound away from being down 35 pounds in the last six months. Holy moly. That's a lot. Congratulations. Who's who's ahead between you and Jason on the, from um, working class music on the the October challenge. Uh, I'm ahead right now. I think he, he told me that he actually went up a little bit and then came back down to his starting point. He's, he's, he's working on gains. He's doing lean, some lean gains, I think. Yeah. So. And I think I'm down two pounds. So neither right. of us are like even halfway there and I'm going on vacation next week. Yeah. Uh, so it's really anybody's like, I could undo all of this so fast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I went to Cincinnati, so I didn't exactly lose weight in Cincinnati. Skyline. Skyline. Graders. Yeah, man. Twice. Two graders. Two experiences. Yeah. One sky- only one skyline. Uh two graders. Um, no buskin. Uh one more line house. What else did I do that's aggressively since then? I went to Kings Island. Had some La Roses. Everyone else in my family made the mistake of having a Fest House burger. Uh, mm. <laughs> like why? There were so many other options. <laughs> Just get get the thing, and every time they're like, I don't know. I just thought I would have gotten better in like 
the the years since we've all gone I'm like why would you think that would you rather have a frozen pizza or a frozen burger frozen pizza yeah exactly so um uh dude what else we went to um mad tree which was delicious they have cocktails mocktails ob- and obviously a ton of great beer on tap very good pizzas um uh Hofbrau house so nice. lots of german food um yeah we had a great time in cincinnati yeah Went to both Mike's Music's locations, which I'm sure we'll talk about later. Because we're going to talk yeah. about hometown, hometown, um, hometown uh, guitar, guitar shops a bit later. My husband just got home from the grocery store. We're making hi Rick. Andrew says hi Rick. He's quiet. He's he's being quiet. You know, I just realized. I was tripping out. I'm like, wait, your room looks different. Like, what? What's different about it? Realizing for whatever reason, this week the uh, the way that it's streaming out is in reverse. Yeah, it's actually the correct way. I think. <laughs> okay. I, I actually have a new camera. Uh, it's not actually a new webcam. It is um, my phone. I'm using my phone oh. and a tool by a brand called Reincubate called the Camo app. Okay. So I was just using, just using my phone and I was like looking at it like, is it, is it opposite? So I'm like, what do I have to tell? Like, cause it's really hard to like gauge, like, is it mirrored? Is it mirrored? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I hold up like the only thing that I have near me that has text on it. I'm like, is it? No, it looks backwards it to me. It looks backwards to you? Yeah. And all your guitars are lefties right now. <laughs> it looks right way to me. It looks the correct way to me. Uh-oh. It looks backwards to you. I'll fix yeah. it in post. Fix it in post. I'll fix it in post. It's weird because it looks correct to me. Whatever. Mirror, mirror on the wall. <sighs> Why does it look correct in pre if it's not correct in pre? It's weird. Yeah. But other than that, how's it look? It's supposed, it should look better than my OG webcam. Yeah, looks great. Yeah. Looking crisp, looking fresh. So fresh and so clean, clean. Oh, yeah. When we flew to Cincinnati, um, we booked like kind of like in the middle of COVID. <laughs> we're like, <laughs> we're going to have, have a hold on hope, man. It's the last thing that's holding me. And, um, and um, pe- people who like indie rock from Dayton will get that one. <clears throat> and <laughs> so we're looking at like the coach tickets and they're like, 99 bucks direct to Cincinnati. So nice. I'm like, hold on, like, brother. Like, let's because my brother was going with me and my husband and my niece were all going. Um, because we're celebrating my, my grandfather's 90 for, 91st birthday again, being very hopeful. <laughs> and um, and um, like, let's let's look at first class because I'm like, last time we flew, I think that we paid like five, like almost 400 to 500 bucks. like to fly coach it was less to fly first class for each of us than it was Mm -hmm. to fly coach last time so we're like you know what it sounds a lot more pleasant to fly first class with a five-year-old four and a half almost five-year-old than than coach so let's just do that amazing i've never never flown first class so 
Well, we well one like boarding early with an impatient four and a half five year old, and then in Seattle we got to go in the Alaska Air Lounge, which again, much more pleasant place to wait with a young child, and then the adults all get to have like free mimosas. <laughs> Mm. At breakfast, she got to enjoy like the pancake machine and a muffin and some orange juice. And then actually, and then we got to wait and she's like, I want to get on the plane. I want to get on the plane. And I was like, <laughs> just like having a conversation with her. I'm like, well, if we leave, we can, we wait here and then we go on the airplane. Cause then if we get there too early and they're not ready for us, cause yep. they have to get the other people off the airplane or the airplane's not there yet. Like as soon as we get there, because we have special tickets this one time, like trying to explain to her, like yeah, this yeah. is a very special flight. We're not ever going to get this again. Probably this is right. the one time we're ever going to fly this way. Like really emphasizing this yep. is unusual. <laughs> yep, uh, that's how I was how I was with my kid at the Mariners yeah. game. We just got yeah. those tickets. Yeah, this like, is I don't like, think you understand, kid. It doesn't get better than this. Yeah, this is the one time probably we're ever going to do this. But like getting on the plane first was really nice. Like having extra like space to like put your things. Like just like being able to spread your elbows out is just mm, like elbows. Maybe the nicest part, the extra leg room. Um, there's just like a little bottle of like a little box water waiting for you when you get on there. Um. Then the the meal they give you on the plane, like Rick and I both times we got the vegetarian options because again, like, which would you rather have on the plane? Frozen risotto or frozen cod? Fair. <laughs> <laughs> and my brother was like, oh, the meat options were both bad. I'm like, yeah, because which would you rather have the frozen like chicken or the frozen ravioli? <laughs> like, right. So we were both really happy with our meals. <laughs> Some things freeze better than others. And, yeah. Uh, and then the free, like, obviously there was free alcohol. As you know, it's fine. We didn't, like, get wasted shut, or anything shut, on the plane. Shut, 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 shut. No, they're not getting you drunk in first class. <laughs> like, but, like, uh, the the flight, like, the first the flight attendant made sure to remember our names and give us anything we needed. But, like, it's still, like, COVID. So, like, I ordered a gin and tonic and they give you, like, this little packet of, like, lime flavoring and i put it in and then i like took it back i was like can i just have gin and orange juice because this is very weird tasting and i'd rather sure. have like a more real citrus flavor so it was really yeah uh, yeah it tasted that doesn't sound normal gin and orange juice no no no, no. gin and juice is fine it, the, yeah, yeah. The, the lime <laughs> flavor packet oh it was bad it was really bad like i am um, yeah it was all settling to the bottom i could tell uh -oh. so i also knew that like here i know you're gonna sneeze hit that mute button dude hit it get it so I, I could tell it was all settling to the bottom i'm like this is gonna be like i'm either gonna have to stir this drink the whole time like actively or it's gonna be like a very weird end experience so it was right a, but it, i mean maybe if there's enough gin in there you wouldn't notice by the time you got to the bottom a <laughs> they do give you doubles each time you order an alcoholic beverage but yeah well i mean I, and you i suppose i would hope that you would get that for the cost difference but yeah, I, no it's it was um it's like of all the perks 
sincerely the best one was the elbow room. Yep. No, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I think elbow room is probably the one thing that I, I would ever complain about with just economy class. Yeah. Um, I, I flew from Frankfurt back to the States when I was in college and I got stuck between just a couple of German dudes. Yeah. Like just some, some big old German dudes and Germans don't really wear deodorant. Yeah. I've been on some stinky public transportation before. Um, yeah. I remember being on a very stinky, stinky. There's one flight that was particularly stinky and it was like a European flight. Not to yep. be too stereotypical, but by far my stinkiest public transportation experience was a Greyhound bus. Mm. And we'll it's all the electrolytes in the air. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that one too publicly because I'll just sound like an asshole. Sure. But it was just one of those, like, you kind of look around and you're just like, we as a group do not smell good. Right. That's fair. <laughs> no, and, but you kind of like. Mm. So my fear with, with flying first class, if and when I ever have the opportunity, because I have a fear of flying first class. Uh, and the fear is that I'll never be able to go back. <laughs> it was like when I moved out of my dorm room to an apartment in college, I'm like I'm never doing a dorm again. Like I will pay for the apartment. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a little different. Like sharing a room. Like over a long period of time is with, with someone you don't really know or even someone you do know is that's a long term thing. Sure. And flying first class is difficult. But I'll say like when we when Rick won like best mustache at Bonnaroo and we got the VIP tickets the next year, I was I was kind of like, I don't I don't know if I could do GA Bonnaroo again. <laughs> and then the next year we did GA Bonnaroo and I was like, it, yeah, we did it. It was fine. But I, I kind of, I really didn't miss the VIP. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's that taste of luxury. Yeah. But we did it. We did, we did do it again and it was totally fine. So like you say that and you think that and you do it. I think it just kind of depends. Like I always say like for those festivals and things, like if you treat like a Bonnaroo or a Coachella VIP experience as like your annual vacation and you really budget like the thousand fourteen hundred bucks as your vacation. Yeah, sure. Do the VIP thing. It's probably totally worth it. Um, if you're doing like a bunch of them, like that's absolutely bonkers and I don't understand you. Yep. You must make so much money and I, I yep. really envy you. And I think that the same can probably be said of flying. Like it was our first, um, obviously like wasn't my, my first, first flight. It was the first flight I paid for in well over a year. Cause I flew on, um, Alaska credits to Summernam. Um, nice. so yeah. Yeah. So like treating it as like the first like flight or like only flight of the year and also like sure. the cost of it, like being like what I would normally pay for a flight um, right yeah come on come on y'all <laughs> of course why wouldn't i do that <laughs> right it was oh, no, like three, I, it was I don't think anybody's gonna drag you for for your life choices okay here. yeah it was 350 dollars. <laughs> yeah that's not bad at all <laughs> no it's like it you can't even get a chase bliss pedal for that these days no <laughs> <laughs> 
just sell I just sell Squire Strat on on Reverb. That's fine. What about you, dude? What have you been up to? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of how I how I answer that question tactfully. Tactfully. Uh, the, I think the tactful answer is I am exhausted because my, my day job schedule was tossed all over the the map this week. And yeah. I was getting pretty used to waking up at seven every single day. And I know that that's a small problem to have, but it's just one of those, a couple of early starts. And I'm just completely thrown for the whole weekend. Yeah. I mean, just so. like messing with a sleep schedule. Like we are very... Humans are very schedule based. I'm a fragile people. human being, as it turns out. Well, um, yeah. So no, I'm just I'm feeling that right now, but no. Um, no, I, I had a, a particularly exciting thing happen to me. I came home from work one day this week, and it was just one of those like nothing in particular, just kind of in a grumpy mood. I'm like ah, I'm hungry, and I came home, sit down my bag, uh, walk into the kitchen. There's a box sitting on the counter with my name on it. I'm like, I don't remember ordering anything because I haven't been ordering things lately. And <laughs> I didn't recognize the name. It was just like a name I didn't recognize from some random address in Florida. I'm like, what? Honey, did did you order something for me? Like, do you know anything about this? <laughs> like, it, I'm scared. Like, is this going to be anthrax? Or like, what, what's going on here? And so I was like, all right, well, I guess dinner can wait. I have to know. And so I opened it up and this is the first thing that i see inside oh that's pretty orange <laughs> that is incredibly orange uh, for those so just, of you who can't see there is orange bubble wrap and there's also sweet water candy i'm like but this isn't from sweet water i'm so confused because i didn't order anything from sweet water and there's a card so i open the card and i grab the card and it's various pieces right now uh so i open the card uh, and as I picked up the card, I could kind of see what was underneath. And I started to get an idea of what sort of shenanigans were happening. <laughs> uh, open the card and it's got this magnet on the front that says beer is proof that God loves us and wants us to be happy by Benjamin Franklin. I don't even have to read that off the card because I know that quote inside and out. Uh, <laughs> my wanted teacher would be so proud. And, and I open it up. It says, wishing you everything good on your birthday. Happy birthday, Andrew. We hope it is filled with all the things you love from the pe Patreons. P.S. We couldn't resist adding a dad joke. So I will read the dad joke. What two letters spell candy? C and Y. Yep. C and <laughs> Y. Um, so this is a removable magnet. Uh, this is going on my whiteboard. <clears throat> and that was, uh, that was where that was already just phenomenal. I was sitting there like trying not to tear up. You know, you just have one Aww. of those stressful days at work and you come up like, <laughs> so I open, open up the rest of the box and veil the bubble wrap. And inside this thing, I, God bless America. It's, <laughs> it's a fuzz. box. It's orange. It's orange. It's fuzzy uh, by warm audio. And um, I, I'm so happy. <laughs> um, I was trying so hard the last time we recorded to not be like you, because because it was one of our Patreons who was selling this pedal, and Andrew yeah. had been like, <laughs> "Do you want to tell the story?" 
Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. No. So one of our, our Patreons is selling a couple of pedals as uh, we do have an internal patron uh, channel for on our Discord server for selling things. And we often sell things to each other at the uh, the friends and family rate. And I saw that this was going for sale in impeccable condition. I'm like, I have to have it. And I'm like, what is the price? And the price was like better than anything on Reverb. Just It was a really com- uh, entirely fair and even generous price. And I went back and uh, looked at my finances. I'm like, I, I can't do this because I'm going on vacation a couple of weeks. And I, I don't have... You have to be a responsible dad type. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Good. Uh, yeah, no, so I was like, I can't do it. And then I came back around like as a last ditch effort and I cornered you. I'm like, is there any chance there's like, if you buy it in demo that I could just steal it after you're done <laughs> or something? <laughs> I like try to figure out some way to negotiate, some way to like make this a podcast expense. I was because, like, no. <laughs> and you just kind of like deer in headlights at me. You're like, no, nah, I don't think we can. And I was like, and I felt bad because like the way that you responded, I felt like guilted and like free even asking. So I hate asking for things in general. I'm like, okay, I'll just pretend like that didn't happen. Move on. And little did I know that you were already well aware of what was happening. So I think that was like a few days before it arrived. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that conversation like for you? I was like, stop ruining your own surprises. <laughs> hey, Carrie. Hey, Carrie. You want a cookie? Nah, she just, just wants to watch the birds. Carrie does not want a cookie. So anyways, <laughs> uh, heartfelt thank you to all the patrons who made that possible. Um, yeah. But, Big heavy uh, lifting for Joe Braga. Yep. Check her out. Follow her channel. I think it's uh, Joan of Heart on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yes. So no, that was very funny demos. I think Carlos, her partner wrote the card. Uh, Yeah. And I believe that's the, that was the name on the package as well. So next Ah. time I will remember that. (laughs) Remember Carlos. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Well, that's a fun. What's new. I have a little, I have a little what's new. My what's new is actually purchased this time. It's not something that was sent to me. I'm going to open it. Do it. Violent. Violence. I choose violence. Not even using like scissors, nothing. You're just tearing into the tape. Never stood a chance. Well, it came via FedEx. So, you know, it was already a little, a little damage. Right over the fence. Just no, it hasn't been needed over the fence in a minute. I wonder what ever happened to that FedEx guy who just <laughs> Amazon guy. I mean, I did it. I bought the stupidest thing I've ever bought in my adult life. I'm so proud of you. I bought the Lego Fender guitar amp combo. I don't know why I did this. Because it's really amazing. As a kid, yeah. Even as a foot switch on the amp to, to, to activate the reverb and vibrato channels, that just that just made that made Andrew laugh. <laughs> That's a great detail. <laughs> oh my god! Foot switch is turn. an essential part of the Fender amp. It is. It has a little a little stand for the guitar. So <clears throat> I'm definitely going to build this. 
obviously. I'm thinking about doing a Facebook Live with it, and I might invite my bassist over to, like, drink mimosas and put this together at some point. Nice. Yeah. Because they, they messaged me, and they're like, hey, I don't know if you can get this, but <laughs> I would put it together on live. <laughs> I'm like, me too. We should do it together. Yeah, so... It looks so silly. There's actually strings. <laughs> in a whammy bar. I bet it works. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder if there's like some sort of something in there that even just like a one button activation or something built in. It says you can build a guitar in red or black, but I've seen people build a combination of the tool. Ooh. Yes. It has... 1,074 pieces. That's a lot more pieces than I expected. Yes. So this is my what's new. It's well, enjoy. That looks pretty rad. It does. <clears throat> yes. This week's episode of Get Offset is sponsored by the Caroline Guitar Company. That They do not make mm. Lego sets. They yeah. make pretty sick guitar effects. Shh. Hey, Andrew, what do you call an illegally parked frog? About to be towed? Damn it! Is that it? That was it? <laughs> I was just going to say toad. Knock, knock. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Candace. I, I can't answer that. <laughs> do it. Candace. Candace who? You said Candace. Candace ad spot get any worse? Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Billy. There we go. <laughs> Not what Thank I was expecting. I was expecting middle school level responses. Yeah. Well, I've been around my niece all week. So I had to learn some <laughs> jokes that were bad. <laughs> so she could say, yes. oh, and me. <laughs> She doesn't quite get them. She doesn't quite get puns. Um, check them out at <laughs> any guitar retailer, really. Caroline Guitar Company. Um, I, I was not guitar. ready for that. That that joke was the verbal <laughs> equivalent of Havoc. <laughs> the Candace one? Yeah. Just immediate <laughs> Havoc to this conversation. Just like pizzazz. <laughs> That one, t- that one tends to people like that one. <clears throat> my, my band liked that one. <laughs> I told it to them. They're like, wow. I'm like, jeez. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, their uh, pedals often have Havoc switches. The Somersault has a Havoc switch that maximizes the rate and the depth, which is key to my sound. Which, in context with Candace, sounds so much worse. But moving on. Yeah, sure. And you can be a supporter of the show if you check us out at patreon.com slash getoffset. Become one of our Patreon supporters for access to our Discord server. So you can buy Andrew toys for his birthday. (laughs) But not till next year. Yes, that's true. Um, and, uh, other things. Hi, Care Bear. Do you want a cookie? No? Still no. 
<laughs> um, we also have merch at offsetpodcast.com slash shop. Uh, please like, comment, subscribe to this YouTube channel if you're watching the video or subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. And please uh, rate and review on iTunes. It is hugely helpful to us when it comes to finding new listeners or having new listeners find us. Big deals. Big deals. Um, <clears throat> so we hinted this earlier. But uh, this week I went to Cincinnati and I got to go to my first favorite guitar shop in the world, Mike's Music. Mike's Music is located on Short Vine in Coryville, Cincinnati. And that is not indeed not a good neighborhood, but uh, <laughs> it is uh, a great guitar shop. And it has these really cool stained glass windows that are guitars. <laughs> And it was always just a magical place to me. Um, and I always wanted to talk about it, man. It's three stories of like vintage weirdness that's literally piled like as high as your head. Like the amps in these rooms. I don't know if you still watch any of the videos, but it's like, it's it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. It's a lot to navigate. Just a wall of potential sound. Yeah. <laughs> It really is. And there's like stuff that I've never seen anywhere else. And just like really bananas collection. Everything from like true blue vintage Gibsons to like 80s, 80s Gibsons that were, you know, not, not exactly the heyday. Um, weird, amazing like custom shop Fender Jazz Masters to like. <laughs> I don't know. Did you see the video of the, that, that Jag, that vintage Jag I was playing? No, I don't think I did. Oh my gosh. Like I I'm just like sit there, I play it for like two seconds and I like pull my hand away. I'm like, this feels gross. And then I'm like my my fingers are like orange from all the dust. I'm like, ew. <laughs> Maybe Grab a microfiber real quick before you yeah. play again. Maybe. Uh so you know that that place, like I bought some guitars there. I bought my first um lap steel there. I bought my my Gibson Hummingbird there, so my favorite. My favorite acoustic guitar of all time I bought there. Um, I met the Donnas there. <laughs> I met Ryan Adams there, actually. <laughs> I have a great picture of me and Ryan Adams there when I was, like, 14. It makes me feel real weird, real weird now. But it's right next to yep. Bogarts, which is, like, a very famous club in Cincinnati. Um, so it was really cool to go. It's always really cool to go back. I always make a point to go back. They have, they have some just incredibly cool and weird stuff. And I just, I think anyone who ever goes to Cincinnati needs to go to at least the original Mike's music on short Vian, if not both locations, they have another location called the sound stage in Covington, which doesn't have as much stuff, but it's really still a cool, cool place. So I love those local places. I always make a point to um, when I'm traveling. I would just want I want to go to all the local local guitar shops. I mean, yeah. Seattle has some great local shops too. Obviously, they we absolutely do. Yeah, my favorites are like the ones that carry the weirdest stuff. Because what like Mike's has like obviously the three, four, five thousand dollar guitars, but they got. Sure. They've got some weird, like, affordable, crazy bananas stuff there, mm -hmm. too. I remember last time I was there, I, I don't even remember what guitar it was anymore, but it was a sub-thousand-dollar guitar that was just, like, weird and funky, but the sound is just super inspiring. 
And I remember Where? sitting there at Mike's. Oh, you mean the like, Mike's Mike's here, Mike's in Seattle. Oh, yeah. Mike yeah, yeah, and Mike's. Yeah. No, I'm talking Mike about Mike's Mike's, Mike's oh, music in, in Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> it's confusing. I agree. Too many mics. A lot of mics. There's at least three mics. Not enough mics. <laughs> Mike and Mike and Mike and Mike and Mike's. Uh yeah, yep. so <laughs> there's there's some weird shops here too. Obviously, there's a Mike and Mike's here, which makes this conversation immensely confusing. And do so, they sell microphones? I don't think they do. Mike's music does. Mike's oh, music sells everything. Finally, consistency. Consistency. Maybe the mic um, and mics is like, it cancels itself out, signaling <laughs> that they don't sell mics. Mike and mics, but not mics. No, um, yeah, mics. so then there's Mike and mics and Ballard and Fremont and uh, Fremont in Seattle. Yes. Yeah. That's what Andrew's talking about. And they don't just have like the expensive stuff either. Like Andrew's saying, they have sub thousand dollar guitars as well. That I would like to hear more about your, because you were talking I just, about I remember going and I think I was up on the second floor. I think, I think it was an acoustic mm-hmm. that I was playing that I was just like, whoa. Um, that was pretty cool. But I mean, I guess if I really want to go back to like, quote unquote hometown i mean hometown is like hard just as a military brat but but yeah one of the one of my hometowns is uh lompoc california and i remember there is like on h street all the way down at the south end there uh right next to the coffee shop there there is a a music shop and i don't remember what it used to be called anymore i just looked it up and it's it's changed names entirely but i remember back then it was just like this I remember thinking, this is so cool because it's a small town. Like, that's all we had. Um, but I remember stock was very limited and the guitars were never in tune. And, like, there's <laughs> usually maybe one person working. But sometimes yeah. they were also, like, in the coffee shop next door. And you had, like, ring a bell. And they, like, walk through, like, the door that they shared. And be like, oh, what's up? Sorry, I was just having my cappuccino. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think last time I was there, I remember, like, walking up and they had turned an old drum set into like planter boxes out front. And I was like, come on. No. Why? You have Why? to bring it's upcycling. <sighs> it not made me sad as a drummer. Not, you can't like, not everything can live forever. So then you turn it into something new. It's like in New York city, they turn old subway cars into marine habitats and in, in, the, in the Hudson Bay. And actually, it has really helped the marine life there thrive. So, yeah, why not turn it into, like, planter boxes? That sounds like such a cop out. It's like, what are we going to do with these old cards? I don't know. Toss it into the river. (laughs) My sister-in-law had a bunch of old tires that she turned them into um, um, raised garden beds. Fair, fair. Give give things a second life. All right, all right. Anyways. Come on. Come on. Uh, I think the one thing that that store was like probably like really phenomenal for for serving the local community was the the lessons that they had. Lessons I remember were super yeah. cheap. I never ended up taking any there, but every time I was there, there's somebody up like in the balcony area up there that was uh, giving a lesson, and invariably like there would be Tom Petty involved um, anytime <laughs> I'd poke my head in. Learning to fly. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, see you. <laughs> and no, I mean I think it was really good. Some some of my friends that played. Uh, in high school, all learned from the couple of guys that gave lessons there. And I, I think that was just a really neat 
small town community type of a shop. And yeah, so that was, that was a good introduction for me before I moved out of that town to, mm-hmm. to kind of what a music shop was like and some of my earliest music shop memories. Yeah. I love that kind of thing. <clears throat> In Nashville, um, my, my most local shop was um, 12 South Music, which I don't think is, no, Corner Music, Corner Music, which was located in 12 South, which I think has moved, sadly. I didn't get to go when I, when I was back there. Um, but man, I like, I always liked going to that place. They always had a pretty good, pretty good selection. Um, I got a jazz master. That was where I got my first jazz master. <laughs> I remember Rick, um, I really wanted that guitar. He, he went to see what else that he had that could maybe go toward, go toward some trade value to help me get, get it. So that really meant a lot to me. <laughs> No. It made it made it a lot harder to trade that guitar in when I went and traded it for the Coronado too. <laughs> but he supported that too because he's a good guy. Um, there was another shop in Cincinnati called Molar Music though that was cl- a lot closer to me. Is where I went um, when I lived in Cincinnati, like um, north of Cincinnati uh, near Kings Island. For those who know, um, and that's where I went to get more work done on guitars where I went to get guitar strings. I, I did buy a guitar there. It's where I bought my ES one, um, 35 or one thirty seven, Um, and one thirty five or one thirty seven. So one that had the balsa wood block, not the mahogany. I forget the numbers. They don't make them anymore. Mm. Um, yeah, I'd have to look it up. Uh, I don't have it anymore. <laughs> and um yeah i always really liked how the guys there treated me they always treated me with a lot more respect than like when i would go to sam ash or the guitar center that was also kind of like equal distance um they were always there yeah they were always really great sweet guys um they did music lessons there as well though i didn't take them there there were places closer to me that that gave lessons um it's just like the vibe like that's that's kind of what i shop for in, in local guitar stores and you know, good vibes only. Yeah, and as like a young girl, as in rural Ohio, mm-hmm. from rural Ohio at least, you know, a little bit of a, a rarity at that point. Um, going in and looking at electric guitar stuff, so it was really about like who's not going to be a shithead to you, right? <laughs> who's going to treat you with respect? And these guys just—they always treated me like I was fucking awesome, like not not like getting into my head too much but they just treated me like one of the the the, the dudes and sure. i always appreciated that and them and they were they didn't talk down to me but they talked level-headed to me and they talked to me like anybody else and um that that mattered to me more than anything and um it really set a baseline of the kind of respect that i could and should get and uh it was pretty uh, essential form for me and i think that if i hadn't gotten that there i wouldn't have thought that i could have gotten it anywhere so shout out to Molar Music. I hope that still exists. <laughs> I hope the guys who work there are doing good. <laughs> hope you're doing all right, guys. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Especially the guy with the red hair. He was the best. How dare you? I don't know, dude. It's been, uh, how old am I? It's been 15 years. <laughs> it's been at least 14. Yep. It's been at least 14 years since I've been there. Like, come on, man. So, well, anyways, I mean, with that said, uh, shoot, go support your local music shops. It's that time of the year. Yeah. Uh, 
it's the time of the year to be shopping for friends and family. And if you're looking to shop for friends and family and you've got like, think about this now, not November. We're like, ah, well, I really don't have the time. Somebody's order from an online retailer. Like if you think of it now and have the time to go in and get ahead of the holiday rush to get those presents for your, for your loved ones, go do yeah. that now. Make sure you're supporting local. And you can order through those local shops as well. Indeed. And it's the same price as like going through other retailers. You can see if they'll do price matching or whatever, but like support the local shops because uh, like you can't try stuff out really from, from other places very easily. Online yep. retailers, like just, just do it. Go to the trading musician and see what they have. Like places like the trading musician in Seattle, old town music in Portland, go to, go to Mike's music in Cincinnati. Uh, shoot. Go to Mola Music. I gotta look to see if Mola Music exists. Well, Willis Music still exists in Cincinnati. Oh. Another great mention would be, uh, I think. I think it's called Willis Music now. I think it's called Willis Music now. Is James still selling stuff to the Guitar Store brand or is it under Quimper yeah, Sound he is. now? What? Is it under what? Quimper Sound or am I thinking of something else? Quimper Sound is the uh, record store. Ah, okay. There we go. It's still the Guitar Store and they ship out of... I don't know where they ship out of. But yeah, the, the Guitar Store still exists. It's all nine. Willis Music is now what Molar Music was. But it's in the same place. I loved it there. But now it's oh, in Westchester, Ohio. So sad. So, yeah. Well, with that, I think it's uh, what are I think it's time to go do some shopping. Go to Corner Music in, in Nashville. I'm going to pull the address. It is on Dickerson Pike. Oh, they look like they have a hell of a selection, too. There's so many good guitar stores in Nashville. There really it's are. It's Nashville. And when you when I'm traveling, I love going to a ton of guitar stores. So if you, if you, if you sign up on Patreon and I'm traveling, Ooh, there we I'm going to ask you for... Guitar store recommendations. Advice. Advice. When when traveling is a thing, I do again. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh man, I remember when, when when Nick and I took a vacation to Austin and we went to um, what was that? Those people who made those custom esque guitars. I don't want to say Mohawk no, guitars. I don't remember. They had the branding with the bird. I'm blanking. Austin guitar manufacturer. It was not um, Collings. It was the one that doesn't exist anymore. Oh, it wasn't Mythic. It wasn't Earl Wine. It started with an M. Dang. A mystery to be solved for another day? Oh, tell me. Just tell me in the comments. Yep. Who I forgot about. 
they were so nice to me also. Well, I, I forget. Oh, another what's new is uh, last, I guess the other week, my speed tramper demo of the, um, my death by audio speed tramper demo did really well. So thanks to everybody who watched that. That was really cool to see that one take off and unexpected. Very unexpected. Very cool. It, very cool. Very cool. That one was on music radar. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I just, how? Why? Okay, cool. Thanks. Congratulations. Well deserved. Sure. <laughs> that was neat. Well, everybody out there, I think Andrew wants to go. Um, so thanks for watching. I got to go refill my coffee. He needs to fix his coffee mistake. Yep. All right. Well, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for understanding. Until next time, my name is Emily. And my name is Andrew. Goodbye. Bye.